now on Radio Italia Uno, it's time to change the world with Matt McQuinley. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, canceling cancel culture, discussing and listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, business, history, and more. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello and welcome to Change the World with Matt McQuinley. Today we are lucky to have on the phone with us Simon Jarvis, CEO of Mentoring Men. Hi, Simon. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks, Matt. How are you? Doing great. Hey, it's a beautiful day out here in Adelaide. Skies are blue, weather's perfect. What's it like in Sydney? Uh, so at the moment, it's dark and slightly damp. So I think you've definitely got the better of the weather for us at the moment. So I'm not a I'm not a natural-born South Australian, but I'm pretty sure the South Australians listening would say, ha-ha! Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I actually love Adelaide I, um, or South Australia. I spent a lot of time there uh, in a few different jobs. And um, if I had my chance, I would probably move to, to South Australia. And that's not just me paying lip service to it. I think it's a fantastic state. Well, you're not originally from uh, uh, Sydney as well, are you? No, that's right. I'm uh, uh, by the accent. I'm. Uh, you can probably tell I'm from the UK or uh, and a place called Reading, which is in England, but down south. Um, so yeah, I, I, but I've been here maybe 17 years now, so quite a while. Wow. Well, on a serious note, uh, your website uh, says that on the average, uh, which is ba- your website obviously is based on mentoring men, but it says on the average nine people in Australia commit suicide every single day. But interestingly, yeah, uh, seven out of nine, I'm sorry to interrupt you, I, I didn't mean to, but seven out of nine of those people are men. And, and in the United yeah. States, uh, you know, I looked this up, 130 people kill themselves per day. And that's one every 11 and a half minutes, and 80% of them are men. And in Australia, your website talks about that one out of eight men are expected to suffer from depression at some point in their lives. In the United States, that number is 30.6%. And, and furthermore, in Australia, one out of five men suffer from anxiety, and 45% of men will have a mental health challenge in their life. I can't even find statistics after looking for an hour on what percentage of men will have mental health issues in the United States in their life, which makes me wonder that maybe the focus just isn't there in, a, in the U.S. like it is in Australia, and Australia's handling these issues better, but... Um, can you tell us about mentoring men and, and how you're actually helping uh, with these issues and these challenges that seem uh, so much bigger than maybe people are aware of? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think you've hit the nail on the head in terms of those statistics. And, and, and what's frightening about those is that's all that's reported. So what we do know is, you know, and, and one of the reasons why we can't find as many stats around this for men is that men don't seek that help. They don't seek that uh, support and definitely find it more difficult to be able to say, "Hey, I'm not doing okay. I'm I actually need some help here." And and so that's what happens when you have end up you end up with kind of suicide rates the way they are in terms of seven out of uh, seven out of nine uh, uh, suicides are, are male. And because of that, you know, 
we generally don't seek help until it's too late. So what we do here at Mentoring Men is we provide a, a free life mentoring uh, um, support program to men who are going through changes, challenges, issues, concerns in their life uh, to stop them from falling into that crisis and to, you know, going into other areas of alcoholism or or, um, or drug abuse or risk-taking behaviors and, you know, on that uh, more darker side, uh, suicide. Where, uh, that, whereas what we're really, really looking to do is provide a support that is preventing those measures from actually happening in the, in the first place. So, you know, it's not always the bad things in life as well that can, that can kind of catch up with you. It can be things like getting married, you know, getting promoted at work, having children, buying a house. There's all these little stresses and pressures that can really pile on and before you know it that's all of a sudden when you know things start to happen and things start to go wrong so what we're really looking to do is uh provide an opportunity for men to be able to seek support in a way that's safe and in a way that they feel uh that they're able to do that without having judgment or without having any um you know ridicule in, in their lives so that's why we started the organization in the, in the first place is to be able to find supports and find ways that men can, can find that, uh, that support without having to pay anything as, a, as well. So we're a, free, we're a free service. We provide um, all our mentoring from, uh, from volunteers. Uh, at the moment, we have over uh, 500 volunteer mentors across the country that support men uh, going, through, uh, going through something in their life. Wow. So first thing I want to I wanna highlight that you said there real quick is, if you're somebody that's listening that's having some challenges that's male, or you know somebody that's having some challenges that's male, uh, he just killed the big uh, one of the big objections. It's free. Yeah. So yeah, you're not hurting your family by spending money on yourself, guys. You know, I mean, you're it's free. So the only thing that could happen is you could possibly. Uh, you know, improve your own ability to be a better father or a better worker or a better son or a better husband. So uh, there's there seems to be a lot more value there, uh, you know, because a lot of guys, you know, they they don't want to spend money on themselves. You know, they're the, they, the you know, if, if they if if they need shoes and their kids need shoes, they want to buy the shoes for their kid, you know, so. Uh, but this is free, so fellas, you you know you can take advantage of this and and hopefully uh, you know get where you want to be, so you can be a better servant to others. Even yeah, absolutely, you, you are right there, Matt. As well, like you know, men uh, especially do worry about how they can provide for their families, and although that's a very traditional look and um, view, it's it's one that's you know still fairly common with throughout the throughout Australia. So we need to make sure that we are finding ways of being able to uh, you know relieve some of that stress. You know, have a chat to someone about what's going on in your life, and um, it, you know, it's it, it's what we're trying to do is is create an environment where having a mentor, having someone being able to talk to, whether it's a friend or a partner or or, or uh, you know a business colleague, whoever it is. You create that as part of your lifestyle. So when things are going great, you still have someone to talk to because it's when things aren't going great that you really need that person. You don't really want to be starting, you know, a brand new relationship with someone when you are going through that stress. So you want to make sure you've got someone who's ready to talk and open a band listening to, to what's going on in your life 
straight from the offset. So, you know, like you look after your body from uh, from an exercise point of view, or you know, you might do some mindfulness to kind of reset your your energy and reset your mind. Really, what we're needing to do is also have someone that we can talk to about what's going on. Mm. Wow. Well, one one thing that I've I've found uh, when dealing with people like yourself that are that are passionate and focused on helping others is that that desire has come from some sort of challenges they've had in the past, and they want to help other people uh, that when they wish they would have had somebody there for them. Do you, have you? Is that what happened with you, or how did you get involved in this kind of a uh, organization? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think everyone goes through issues and, and problems at different times in their life. Like for me, for instance, um, you know, like I said earlier, I moved over here from the UK when I was uh, 20, 23. Uh, and I was married by the time I was 25 and divorced by the time I was 27. And, um, you know, going through that at a fairly young age, moving over here without any family, without any support, all of a sudden, I found that, you know, all my friends, because they were linked with my, my ex-wife, uh, they weren't there anymore, and I felt really isolated, and I felt um, like I had no one to talk to. I started to do things I probably wouldn't, shouldn't have done and started to make some decisions in my life that weren't necessarily the most healthy choices. Uh, and, you know, I wish that at some point during that, that first year when I started to really... Uh, go downhill, I started to feel really depressed, uh, that someone kind of uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said to me, you know, like, things are things are going to get better, you know, they're really tough at the moment, but I want to hear what you're going through. I want you to express your feelings and make sure you're doing everything that you can to, to look after yourself and make sure that I'm here to support you as well, uh, because I'm sure that my life would have, uh, you know, been slightly different in that environment, and although I came out on the other side, I, um, you know, I, it definitely was a rocky, a rocky stage of my life. So I, you know, I really wish that someone was there to support me. And, you know, I'm a psychologist by trade and, you know, I, you know, say all the right things and get other people to do the right thing. But, you know, I'm not always the best at doing, doing that myself. So having someone to be able to coax that out of me would have been really helpful. Well, usually those of us that are, are teaching something or, 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 or worse than the ones that uh, we're helping sometimes, you know, because yeah, like, like if you go to a cook's house, they'll never cook for you. You know, you go, <laughs> you go to a cleaner's house, it'll be an absolute disaster, <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, that that makes a lot of sense. Well, I think most psychologists go into it because they, they, they want to find out more about themselves, really, to be honest. Makes a lot of sense. Well, we're talking uh, with Simon Jarvis, the CEO of uh, Men's uh, Mentoring. We're going to be back in just a little bit, and we're going to talk about some really great stuff that can help out maybe yourself or someone you love and also some opportunities uh, to maybe even be involved in the process. So it's 6.15.
Oh, my.
Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82 123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero uno. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. Radio Italia 1 invita i propri tesserati, ascoltatori e sostenitori a rinnovare la tessera annuale Amici Radio Italia 1. L'invito è esteso anche a tutti coloro che non sono mai stati soci sostenendo così la radio. Il vostro sostegno è essenziale per mantenere sempre viva la voce di Radio Italia 1 che vi giunge direttamente nelle vostre case. Radio Italia 1, la radio del futuro, la radio della comunità italiana. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. We're here with Simon Jarvis, CEO of Mentoring Men. In the last session, we talked about a lot of great things, but just as a quick recap, uh, we talked about uh, the fact that your passion for mentoring men comes from uh, the challenges that you've had in your life and how you'd like to make sure that other men have things Uh, support themselves when they're going through a trying time. And you also made the point, which I thought was really interesting, that they don't have to be these big, huge obstacles. It could be uh, everyday life that kind of piles up, like buying a house or getting a new job or getting married or having kids. And and and, and I think that's important, too. So uh, can you tell tell us a little bit about what is a mentor and and what they do? Yeah, sure. So uh, what our mentors basically do are are men who generally have a very good listening ear. So they're not experts, they're not clinicians, they don't have any, uh, a lot of our mentors don't have any qualifications within psychology or or social social sciences, but what they are good at is being able to put out and tease uh, uh, conversations that are particularly difficult to be to be having especially with people who haven't necessarily you know done a lot of that before so uh, what we talk about in terms of being a mentor is that really all you need to be able to do is um listen uh, be able to help people come to decisions that uh you know that, that, that they that, that they need to come to or or help people understand why they come to those decisions Uh, one of the things that, you know, again, men find particularly difficult to do is actually not come up with a solution. So mm. I know that, again, uh, at home I talk to my wife and she talks to me and all of a sudden I've come up with an answer of a, a, a thing that she that's going on in her life. 
and she said to me like but I didn't need that you know I just needed you to, to hear me I needed you to listen to me so that's kind of what we do with mentoring men as well is is we're not here to find solutions for you we're here to help you come to uh, decisions uh, by uh, you know asking the right questions putting you through some different examples you know giving some suggestions around you know things that you might have gone through or, or have a lived experience themselves and and then, you know, supporting people once they've made that decision on what the next steps are. Mm. And that's all free? All free, yeah. yep. So our mentors go through, um, uh, you know, we basically put the mentors through like an unpaid uh, 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 job. So we, you know, they put an application in. We go through kind of like a, we call it a, an interview, but really it's just a conversation about why you want to be a mentor if you've gone through any experiences yourself, what kind of things that you want to get out of being a mentor. Uh, and then we put you through a two-day training course on, on exactly what I've just talked about in terms of all those different skills that you need. Uh, and then we also do a, a criminal reference check and a reference check. So before they even are able to become a, men, uh, a mentor you know, and actually have a mentee, as, as we call people who are seeking help, they have to go through all that process. But, yeah, it's all completely free. So what kind of a person do you think could be a mentor, I mean, before the training? What's what's the characteristics yeah. they need to have? What's the personality type or you know, experience level? What, can you tell us a little bit about what you think on that? Yeah, of course. Look, honestly, in my opinion, I think anyone can be a mentor because I think that everyone uh, has, the, uh, has the values and has the – the, the skills to be able to to really listen and that's what we're only looking for is, is really someone that can listen and um you know and and then maybe using their own life skills their own life experiences to to kind of support someone in in, in making some decisions that is essentially what it is and so i think that everybody can do that and everyone in their own um you know it, it, you know depending on where they're at in their life can be a mentor and they can also be a mentee i don't see this as a linear thing i think there are times in everyone's life when they feel great and they feel like they've got everything together and you know they can support someone else going through that journey or there are times when everyone is going through a tough time or going through a challenge and and might need someone to talk to so you know, we have people within the program who have been both. They've been both mentors and mentees, and depending on where they're at in their in their life cycle or their life journey, it, it, it can it can change. So, for me, it's not necessarily a characteristic, but it's where you are in your life at that point in time. And you know, to share with you kind of the demographics of of where our mentors come from, or you know, and, and where our mentees come from. Our youngest mentor is twenty one. And he supports um, students that come from uh, the country into, into cities and, and go to university because that's what his experience was, uh, at, you know, when he was first started at uni. And he now supports the younger guys coming through. Uh, and our oldest mentee is in his 80s and he just needed someone to talk to and, and kind of go through, you know, what was going on at the end of his life. And, you know, he found a, a mentor to talk through kind of what the next stage of life would be for him. So it really is uh, a whole spectrum and, and uh, of, of, uh, of where people come from. And, you know, we have people who have been extremely successful, you know, CEOs, directors of companies. Uh, and we also have people who are, you know, have gone through some pretty tough times themselves and have maybe come through, uh, you know, uh, alcoholism drug abuse you know uh, uh domestic violence and, and they want to give back so we you know we we really work with everybody on the spectrum 
Mm. Wow. Powerful stuff. Well, uh, in our next next session here, uh, I want to talk a little bit about why it's so important to focus on uh, mental health and and how men's mental health might have some uh, differences between uh, men and women, uh, you know, and overall mental health issues. So we're going to be back here in just a little bit with our good friend here, our our good new friend, Simon Jarvis. Alone again. 
Voglio ricordare ogni mercoledì dalle 7 alle 10 con eh, quello della mattina Giovanni di Malta e poi il trio Lescanno con Giovanni di Malta, Aldo Balducci e Fred Labosciano. Un programma interessante, ma certo, pieno di spigolature, canzoni e tant'altro. Ogni mercoledì Radio Italia 1, 87.6 FM. Che radio? Gallipo Fuzz. Dal 1983 l'IDA australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari, tra i quali il prosciutto Spears, dal gusto unico e delicato al palato. Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Galipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Galipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. We're here with uh, Simon Jarvis, CEO of Mentoring Men. And in our last session, we talked about, uh, you, you made the great point that basically anybody can be a mentor and almost anybody can be a mentee. So uh, tell us about why... It's so important uh, to focus on mental health and, and what potential differences, nuances there might be on specific uh, to men, you know, that we might have to focus on. Yeah, look, I, I think, um, you know, the stats around, around mental health have been around for a while now and, you know, around kind of why we need to make sure that we are looking after ourselves not just physically but mentally and and you know it, it resonates across uh across the across the board in terms of men women children families uh, um you know if you're healthy in your mind and healthy and and content in what's going on in your life then you're most likely going to be a much better father partner uh um you know work colleague uh, you know a, a friend so it's really important that you know understanding that mental health and, and supporting yourself from a mental health point of view is is essential for your for your well-being and i think that one of the things that we really need to focus on is making sure that we are uh, supporting each other and supporting ourselves before it's too late before we get to that point where all of a sudden we are you know we're, we're suffering from insomnia or you know we're suffering from depression and all the other things that lead to that so it's really important to make sure that we are seeking support way before it's that crisis point and, and way before you know other things are going on in your life that that you know create you to have you know more more specialist needs um to talk a little bit about what I think the differences are between uh, men and women and, and why it, it's so important that, that men uh, seek this support and what the nuances are behind that. I think what we have, and again, this is a very, very stereotypical point of view, but also, you know, those stereotypes are there for a reason, is that uh, men aren't particularly good at uh, 
talking and sharing their concerns and sharing their issues. And I think that one of the things that we find with men is that you really only get one shot at it. And if you don't, if you don't get it right as a service or if you don't hit it off with that person, most men won't ever go back. So it's really important that, we, that, that we're having uh, programs that are really directed towards men's services. When you look at most uh, mental health organizations or when you look at most um, health services, you know, for every, uh, for every four services that are female-based, uh, um, you only have one men. So, mm. you know, we only have 25% of the of the uh, services that are available directly targeted towards uh, men's health. That's not just men's mental health. That's all men's health. Um, and so, and part of the reason why is because we're not very good at seeking help and not very good at seeking support. And I think one of the big issues that we have is that uh, we make it too difficult for, for men to to seek that support. So, you know, to give you an example. A lot of the time, when you go to uh, go and uh, go and find a psychologist, or you go to the doctor and say, "I'm not doing very well," and all of a sudden you have to go through this 15-20 minute process of answering questions around why you're not feeling well, what's going on with your life, you know, have you put on weight, have you, you know, are you drinking too much, are you, you know, smoking too much, are you, you know, what other things are you doing? And um, that's really overwhelming for a man who it is, you know not particularly good at seeking help in the first place and all of a sudden they're they're confronted with all those questions and they have to kind of sum up their life within you know you know 15 30 you know 15 to 20 words that's really really hard and so one of the things that we need to do is make access to these services a lot easier for men so uh, i'll give you a really good example of something that's actually going on within south australia there's a there's a program that we're working with over there uh, that was founded by a, a fantastic guy called Anthony Hart, who's got his own story, um, called Save Our Mates. And he runs uh, what they call uh, shed nights. Uh, and, and basically what they are are for men in country, New, uh, country South Australia to come along to uh, a farm where they put on uh, a free barbecue, pig on a spit, uh, a free beer, uh, and you don't have to register for them. You don't have to sign in when you're there. You literally have to just come in, uh, have a chat, you know, uh, talk to different people. You don't even have to talk about what's going on in your life. You sit down, you listen to a couple of different people talk about their experiences, and that's it. Uh, and so they've made it as easy as possible for men to be able to access that service without fear of ridicule or without fear of having to then call out what's going on with their with their own lives. And, you know, they can reach out when they're ready. Uh, and that's something that's really, really important. Uh, <clears throat> so I went to one a few weeks ago. Uh, and they had over 120 people there, which is absolutely fantastic. You wouldn't think that countrymen from South Australia uh, and farmers, for that instance, would want to come and, and listen to a couple of guys talk about their life and talk about their feelings. But that's exactly what happened. And I think that part of that was down to the ease of the of the of, of the service and the ease of getting there without you know without having to worry about all those difficult questions that have to be asked. So I think we have to identify and understand that. There are differences in how people want to share their feelings, how they want to share their emotions and what's going on and, you know, whether they want to do that straight away or whether it takes some time to build up to that. So one of the reasons that mentoring men is, I think, so successful is the fact that our relationships start, you know, and then, you know, we want them to go for at least six months 
you know, usually longer than that, up to 12 months and, and, on, and onwards. And because we know it takes time to build that trust, we know it takes time to build those relationships before anything happens. And although we do want to stick to a plan and look at how we can, you know, develop our our own uh, our own selves and and all work on a specific uh, target, that doesn't happen straight away. So it, it's it's about understanding that as an adult, you manage your own time, you manage what goes on. So once the mentoring relationship has been uh, developed, what we do is we we then leave it up to the guys to decide how often they want to meet, how they want to meet, where they want to meet, whether they want to do it through a coffee or going for a round of golf or, you know, or doing some woodwork. Because, we, again, we know that it, it's not easy for men to talk about this. And, you know, by putting activity in front of them as well, we find that you're not directly focusing on what's going on in your life and you're doing it through an indirect conversation that might happen you know, 20 minutes into the into the session, or 20 minutes into the into the into the game, uh, and I call it accidental talking because it's not about focusing on that as the sole reason why you're there. You know, I think about my own experiences, uh, and I think about when people have said to me, "So, how are you doing?" Uh, and that's really confronting when you don't actually want to talk about it. But if someone's just chatting about other things, and all of a sudden it comes up in conversation, that's so much easier to digest. Wow, that's that's uh, that's a lot to unpack and really, yeah, sorry really about that. No, no, no. It was really powerful information. I I didn't want to interrupt you. That that was great. I I I just like to highlight a couple things. Um, I, the last point you were making about uh, making it unique to the man, you know, whether it's woodworking or or whatever. Uh, I, I think that's so powerful. You you create an environment that they're comfortable in, that's just normal everyday life, rather than the whole you know lay them down on the couch and say, "Tell me about your mother. When did these feelings of <laughs> yeah. inadequacy begin?" You know that that kind of thing. I mean, it's a it's a something that guys can feel comfortable with, and uh, that's just fabulous. And and uh, you know, I, I I really felt that was great when you were talking about how. You're building trust with them over six to twelve months. It, it's almost like you're making friends rather than, you know, uh, you know, working yeah. on issues. It's, so that that's really powerful as well. So, and and the last thing point I want to make here because we've got to get to a break is uh, when you were talking and you tangentially talked about this, but it just really, you know, seems like people need to understand that these men's mental health issues aren't just men's mental health issues. I mean, men, it's, this is a society issue. This is a family issue because if, yeah. if the man is not, if the husband or the, or the father is not in the right mind frame, he's not the right dad. You know, he's not the he's not a good father. He's not a good provider. He's not patient with his loved ones. I mean, he might be creating a stressful environment at home that that could carry in or even domestic violence, which would could carry down through generations of his family. So it's just uh, it's so important to focus on these things. And we're really lucky to have people like you that are willing to do so. So we're going to be back in just a second with some more powerful and useful information from Simon, Simon Jarvis, uh, CEO of uh, Mentoring Men.
is everything. Brazier Mobility has been creating independence for people for over 30 years. Brazier Mobility specialises in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active, ensuring your vehicle modification suits your needs, offering you unlimited freedom. Brazier Mobility boasts a team of highly skilled technicians working in a state-of-the-art facility located here in South Australia. No compromises are made when it comes to client satisfaction. Call them for a friendly chat on 1800 Brazier or visit their website, braziermobility.com.au. Brazier Mobility, creating independence. 
Sono Nicola Carè. Credo che gli italiani all'estero siano cittadini italiani con gli stessi diritti dei cittadini residenti in Italia. Mi impegnerò per il riacquisto della cittadinanza, per finalizzare un accordo o l'accordo di sicurezza sociale in Nuova Zelanda, per l'accoglienza delle nuove mobilità in Australia per la ristrutturazione dell'AIRA, che così chiaramente non funziona, e per migliorare i servizi consolari, per maggiori investimenti nella promozione di lingua italiana nel mondo. Dammi fiducia, vota PD e alla Camera scrivi Carè. Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. for Talking Real Estate. Your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts. Plus, report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my open home of the week. On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, Talking Real Estate, every Saturday morning from 9 till 10 a.m. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show. Romeo Foodland, al servizio della comunità da oltre 30 anni, con onestà, cortesia e professionalità. Prodotti locali e importati di alta qualità, prezzi imbattibili. Antonio, Lisa, Romeo e figli ringraziano la clientela e mi invitano a visitare i loro supermercati, incluso il negozio organico di Nord Edelaide, dove riceverete gratuitamente i consigli della naturopata. Romeo Foodland, da valore alla tua famiglia. Special, ferette di baccalà 15,99 dollari e 99 al chilo, tonno, sole mare 185 grammi, 2,49 dollari e 49, provaloni dolce, soresina 15,99 dollari e 99 al chilo, mortadella San Marino dolce o piccante 9,99 dollari e 99 al chilo, pasta all'uovo, divella, pappardelle o tagliolini 2,49 dollari e 49, la Romeo Food and Store, Croydon, Rosewara, Campbelltown, Salbury East, Maghew, Rostrevan, Ethelstone, Lockley. Mois online, Kelkeni e Port Adelaide. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. We're back with Simon Jarvis, CEO of Mentoring Men. And uh, I just, uh, Simon, real quickly here, can you please, please. Tell everybody how they can contact you if they want to become a mentor or a mentee. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's really simple. You can either go to mentoringmen.org.au or you can call us on 1-300-583-925. That's 1-300-583-925. And the website again is? www.mentoringmen.org.au. Great. All right. Well, we in the three minutes or so, three or four minutes we have here, can you tell us uh, what you think the audience should care, uh, carry away uh, from our time here today? What's the most important thing they need to know about men's mental health and the importance of a mentor? I think uh, the key takeaway would be that no matter where you are in your life, no matter what stage of your life you're at, whether you feel like you're doing it tough or doing it great, go get some someone that you can talk to. So if it's not through mentoring men, find someone that you feel comfortable talking with. Have a mentor that's always there for you because if you don't, when things do go wrong, you are less likely to be able to find that support straight away. So 
please just create a, a mentor relationship and make it part of your daily lifestyle. Wow, that's that's a great point. Uh, I I think it was Abraham Lincoln that talked about uh, that he would uh, he would be re- that his focus was to be ready for his opportunity for leadership. You know, and then I think he said something to the effect of "I will be ready, and then it will come." So uh, that's wonderful. So what what are the other uh, ways that uh, that mentoring men gets funded? So uh, we're funded mostly through the generosity of of, uh, of the people around us. So we have a number of different people who are able to provide us with with funding. Uh, we also find funding from uh, our own. Uh, training that we provide. So we we provide uh, training to uh, workplaces around how to be better managers. So we know that everyone in their own, uh, you know, they get promoted is usually pretty good at their job, but they're not always great at managing people and building mm. those connections. Mm. So we uh, can provide organizations with opportunities to improve their staff's managerial experience. So that's one way that we are able to fund ourselves. Wow. And and the way that so, so how do you find these mentees? You find them through meeting in in groups and as well as yeah yeah. So basically, uh, we find mentees from all different areas. From when we go out and we talk to different community organisations, we talk to different services, we talk talk to um, you know different groups, sporting activities, but also the main uh, one of the main ones so 50% of our referrals actually come from the women in their lives as mm. well so you know we we truly understand here at mentoring men the importance of having uh, good people around you including the women in your life because you know mothers daughters sisters um, you know grandparents they we get people calling us saying hey I've got a guy who needs some help and you know like I said around 50% of those are from the women in their lives so um, it's so important that everyone's aware of our organization. And although it's, you know, our mentoring is just for, for, for men, it doesn't mean that we don't see the importance of having really important, stable uh, women in their lives as well. Wow, that's fabulous. Okay, one more time. I'd just like to hear how to uh, contact you uh, for... Yeah, so our, uh, our website is www mentoringmen.org.au and our telephone number is 1-300-583-925 give us a call send us an email and we'll get back to you as soon as we can fellas get the help you need and uh, if you don't need the help now make yourself even better than you already are so i want to say thank you real quick to simon jarvis ceo of mentoring men I want to thank Mark Aston uh, for paneling for us. And most of all, I want to thank all of you for listening. We've talked a lot recently about people that have succeeded despite mental health issues. People like Abraham Lincoln, Dr. Martin Luther King, and Winston Churchill. Now I'd like to take a minute to talk about some of the excuses that those of us that don't have those challenges tell ourselves that hold us back from reaching our potential and realizing our own dreams. Some of us say we're too old. Well, Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken fame was 73 years old when he hit it big and became a millionaire. George Bernard Shaw was 94 years old when he wrote an award-winning play. Benjamin Franklin was 81 years old when he helped write the Constitution of the United States of America. 
Some people say, I'm too young. Well, Bridget Shia was three years old when she won the Elite International Music Competition last year and was asked to play at Carnegie Hall at the age of four. Before that, William Zhang had to wait until the ripe old age of six to play at Carnegie Hall. You think your toddler has a lot of energy? Well, Budia Singh from India was also three years old when he finished his first marathon, which is 26.2 miles. By age four, he had completed 48 marathons. American Colby Wentlant was 12 when he completed his first 100-mile run. In 2009, Nicodemus Hollow was 17 years old when he finished what's called the hardest run in the entire world, the Badwater Ultra Marathon, which is 217 kilometers long, or 135 miles, which starts in Death Valley, California, at 86 meters below sea level and ends at Whitney Portal, 248, excuse me, 2,480 meters above sea level. Oh, and that's and besides the challenge of the end of this 135-mile race, besides the fact the air is thin, when he started out this run in Death Valley, the temperature was 54 degrees Celsius or 130 degrees Fahrenheit. You see, in this race, the runners have a problem with their shoes actually melting during the race. In 2021, a 76-year-old man finished this race as well. Some people say I'm not smart enough or I don't have the ability. Five-star General Douglas MacArthur, commander of all Allied forces in the Pacific in World War II and the Korean War, was denied acceptance into West Point Military Academy twice before he got in because of his weak academics. Oh, and by the way, he graduated first in his class, and later became the school superintendent. The father of modern-day genetics, Gregor Mendel, failed biology. Abraham Lincoln couldn't get into law school. Later, he became a very successful attorney, a law creator, i.e. legislator, then president of the United States, who as head of the executive branch is the ultimate authority in enforcing the law. Louis Pasteur, who discovered the principles of vaccinations that have saved millions upon millions of lives, who discovered microbial fermentation, of, and who, of course, developed pasteurization, graduated in the bottom third of his class. The great sculptor Rodin was denied admittance to art school three times. Some say, I'm too poor. Well, 75% of the world's leaders were born to poverty. We don't have time to even begin to list all the self-made millionaires or billionaires who started with nothing or less than nothing. But I can say you're listening to one right now. Some people say, I just don't have the natural ability. Well, Douglas Bader was in the RAF and lost both his legs in a plane crash in 1931. In 1939, England was so desperate and so close to losing World War II, they told him that if he could figure out how to fly with no legs, he could. His first engagement was at Dunkirk. In the war, he had 23 confirmed kills in aerial combat and 11 presumed kills. He was shot down, 
captured, helped three of his fellow prisoners escape, and survived the war in a German POW camp. James Earl Jones had a stutter. John Milton was blind when he wrote Paradise Lost. Wayne Gretzky, the greatest hockey player in history, was told he couldn't play in the NFL because he was 50 pounds too small and he was too slow. Michael Jordan was cut off his high school basketball team. I could go on and on and on. But the point is this. There are two types of people in the world. One that will make excuses like, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not smart enough, I'm too poor, I don't have the natural ability, and on and on and on and on. And then there's the type of person that will make the decision to succeed, regardless of the obstacle, regardless of the situation, and succeed sometimes beyond even their own expectations and dreams. The question is, as always, which one are you? And was 